Do one of those um those pods where we eat in the microphone. <laughs> and some people like really get off to that. <laughs> the ASFR. Yeah. Okay. Uh all right, Phil, you ready? Yeah, you know, I haven't even looked over this, but I can It's fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, we can roll. Yeah. Joining me on the other side of the table, what's up, Cactus Phil? Yo. How's it going? Enjoying some fries. Enjoying Where are those fries from? Mickey D's. Oh, man. Compliments man. to Club Cool. Yes, absolutely. We're here at the intersection, style and pop culture, as you know, and today there's a McDonald's at that intersection, and we are, uh, we're doing a live taste test right here, right here in the studio on the pods. I've just been to McDonald's. I told them, as I was instructed to do by Monsieur Travis Scott, that Cactus Jack sent me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go check out that live experience on uh, Instagram in the stories at Club Cool Pod. And um, they loved it. They were really into it. Yeah. They knew exactly what I meant right away, and they were very enthused, and they totally got it. No, I'm 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 very much kidding. They um, were extremely put out by it. As <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they don't put up with enough bullshit. <laughs> I honestly, I do. I feel. I feel for the. Look, I feel for the McDonald's workers this couple of weeks, but they had to know this was coming. Man. Um, and that's, you know, let's, uh, we can just jump right into this taste test because I don't want our yeah, burger to, to cool down anymore. Uh, now, off the top. Yeah. We opened up this burger. It looks pretty good, man. Like, I'm it shocked. looks, it looks very, it looks fantastic. It's got well bacon on it. It's got bacon on it. Yeah. Um, without further ado, let's, let's see what this thing tastes like. I didn't make any modifications. I want it you can ex- make mods? I want it exactly the way that Travis Scott likes it. Bacon. Chi. All right, I'm here to tell you this is a good this is a pretty good McDonald's burger. Yeah. You should know. Mm-hmm. You're the connoisseur. Um the last time I went to McDonald's was actually when we were on our way home from Buffalo, Texas after we had picked up Sonny. We were starving. Yeah. Had to get something. Found a McDonald's. I got my usual meal, the Barrett Dudley. That's, you know, <laughs> you can tell him Barrett sent you. And that's a double cheeseburger, plain, six-piece nuggets, sweet and sour sauce. The nuggets hit like they always do. But the burger, I wasn't feeling as much. And I don't know, you know, your taste buds change every seven years. Is I don't that know. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I needed, I needed something new. I needed something fresh. Because you, you because you know how I like my McDonald's. Yeah. You're a true American. And this is it. They didn't do me wrong with this Cactus Jack Here's burger, the thing. Phil. This thing is loaded with sodium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't need any more cholesterol for no. the rest of September, I don't think. But it's got the pickles, the onions, the bacon. I think it's got – it's definitely got ketchup, maybe mayonnaise and mustard, too. Dude. That Jack, that he knows what he's doing with his McDonald's order. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I want to talk about this as a whole because when this first started coming out that there was a Travis Scott McDonald's collaboration, it sounded like it was maybe the stupidest thing I'd ever heard of. <laughs> and not that these two things are mutually exclusive, but now I'm thinking that it might be the most brilliant thing 
I've ever heard of. Like, McDonald's was smart enough to get this guy that they know, one, the kids will do, will do, wear, say, buy anything that this guy touches. Mm-hmm. And Travis is enough of a sellout to where he'll put his name on anything <laughs> that pays him enough money. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, money talks, baby. Money talks. You got to secure the bag. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So they, they've got the little, you know, they, they've got the commercials on TV right now where the little Travis Scott action figure is like, tell him Cactus Jack sent you. Uh-huh. It's like, this is the Travis Scott meal. This is exactly what I order. Even uh, for all the way back from my days in the H-Town. He talks about Houston. Like the whole <laughs> I haven't thing. seen that. I'm doing a really bad Travis Scott impression right now, but, but no, that's you know, good. that's kind of how, how it sounds. Um, and... I, I, I'm seeing videos of kids. They're stealing the the window decals. They're like what? they're sneaking up and like peeling off the decals and running, sprinting back to their cars. Oh my god, those poor McDonald's. <laughs> so, yeah, a you know, or prior number one, this this definitely sucks for the McDonald's workers because you've seen, I'm sure, other videos besides the one that I just did. My favorite is, I think my favorite one that I saw is a guy pulling up. The guy asks what what he can, like, you know, how he can help. And the guy just kind of, like, laughs and goes, you know what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> and he blares Travis Scott. And he blares Travis Scott. Uh-huh. And, but that's after the dude has already been like, next window, please. So, yeah. You, like, he kno- he already knows. Mm-hmm. It's like, 650. <laughs> 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 he doesn't even have to ask. Um, uh. And so, yeah, you know, I tried to I tried to just order by saying that Cactus Jack sent me today. And um, she wasn't having it. No, no. She just what? How can I help you? What What do you want? Just w- tell me what you want. Was it the same lady when you got to the window? Or <laughs> no, was it? It, it was the it was the lady that I paid, who I, you know, it's. Uh, should I feel mean? Should I feel bad about about pulling about pulling this? Um, that's not really uh, a prank. No. I mean, McDonald's is kind of asking for it. It's content, man. And it's right. Content is king. Sacrifices have to be made. And it, there, it's not like we're throwing full cooks into. The, we're not doing like the you know. The thing where you like grab the ice cream upside down, or you or you throw yeah. the you throw uh-huh. the the milk. There's an episode of The Office where Andy tries to do this, right? Um, the, or or well, I know on CKY they used to do. Oh, he's big on CKY. Fire in the hole. Fire in the throw hole. Throw the drink right back in their face. Yes, which is such bullshit. <laughs> I think Dwight tries to do it on an episode of The Office. <laughs> uh, now that Maybe it's that's Andy. no good. Um, so yeah, there is uh, it, there's this report. I pulled it up. It was on Twitter, and then um, this is uh, from Complex. It says, Travis Scott devotees have responded quite well to the launch of La Flame's McDonald's collab. In fact, as detailed in a new report from USA Today, McDonald's locations have been confirmed to be running short on ingredients required to put together the officially sanction- sanctioned Travis Scott meal. What is it that they're Which is a quarter of? pounder with cheese, bacon, and lettuce paired with barbecue sauce-assisted medium fries and a Sprite. Oh my god! I'm just now realizing that they didn't—they forgot the barbecue sauce. Maybe they were out of the BBQ. I think I got a little hit. No, you're supposed to get it on the side with your fries. Oh, okay. That boy Travis—he likes—he likes to dip Extra his BBQ. his fries in the BBQ sauce. What could they be running out of? I mean, this is like I think standard. Like the, I think like the bacon. Yeah. I think probably the bacon is what they're running out on. There was like a bacon shortage earlier in the pandemic, anyway. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, it is. It, there's merch associated with this. Of course, there was a first run that was all like it was. It's all on shop.travisscott.com, and um, you know that it, it, 
what what Travis Scott merch does is it, it's a little bit like the pre-order situation. Again, we we we've been here over the last several months. We're talking about like ways that brands and merch and and these companies are like trying to get into your wallet in a in a more meaningful way or in a different way to secure cash up front or, or improve cash flow or or not have to hold inventory. And so what they're doing with and what they have done in the past is like they did it, you know, there was like a release along with his his latest Nike shoe, that 270 with the big airbow on the mm-hmm. back. It was like the desert something or other. Um, you can go buy the merch and it's like a, sh- a window of time where it's all available, 24 or 48 hours, but it's not going to get to you for six weeks. Wow. But, it, it, and even then it still holds like a resellability. Yeah. Because if you don't order then, it's gone forever. Yeah. So like- you know, there still is that that limited piece of it, and uh, this most recent batch of the Travis Scott merch is um, is all put together by like another brand that's been pretty popular on the streetwear scene by Cactus Plant Flea Market. Uh-huh. And so this stuff has like a really kind of absurdist spin to it with these really kind of funky, weird. Um, I like the graphic tees, the round yellow. Right here, Perfect, yeah, yeah. With the that's the little that's the Travis Scott doll. That's the 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 uh-huh. face of the doll that's like in the ads and stuff. And um, you know, look, Phil, we can now officially get one of these if we want because this says I ordered the Travis Scott meal at yeah. McDonald's, and we have now. We've done it. We're officially allowed to buy one any piece of this merch. To be completely honest, I'm I'm kind of into the tote myself. You don't want the cardigan. <laughs> uh, the cardigan is. <laughs> That's great. It's going to be a pass because this is obviously Look a, at that. A, a terrible mock that like a graphic designer did in 14 seconds. How much is that? 250. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um no indication of whether it's made out of like 100%, you know, dog shit acrylic polyester. Dude, they've found some way to get gilded involved. Or <laughs> if it's a cotton or if it's like, you know, who knows? It could be cashmere, Phil. Yeah. It doesn't say it's not cashmere. Whatever it is, this whole thing is genius marketing. Yes, that's and that's what I keep coming back to. Like uh, what a brilliant idea yeah. from McDonald's. You know how much I, I would love to see what their like the mm-hmm. sales increase. Yeah. From just signing up Cactus Jack signing up Travis Scott to literally be like, "Hey, what's your McDonald's order?" We're going to make it a meal. That's it. And then they shot some commercials. Travis is the new Monopoly game for McDonald's. Y- yes. Yes. Hopefully there's there, it's all above the table this time. <laughs> Hopefully this isn't a, you know. Nobody's hoarding nobody's these meals hoard- yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Well, you, these, you know, these burgers, they last yeah. forever. So <laughs> Don't remind me. So there, there's been lots of talk on the web about how really you just need to order one of these, hold on to it right. for six months, and then resale will be through the roof on the mm-hmm. Travis Scott meal once it's gone. Yeah, I'll buy one. <laughs> so, uh, we've officially participated, and I, I won't lie to you. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I, not I, bad at all. I man. don't feel bad about it. Not bad. This is this Travis Scott and I now have the same McDonald's order because this this burger was pretty, pretty good, man. Not going, not mad. I've at had it. a lot. I've been at McDonald's in. I would guess the last time I had McDonald's was around 2010, possibly 11. No way. Yeah. Because I still remember it's off Highway 71. I was starving. I was going back to Beaumont. I was like, fuck it. And it was terrible. So this is your first McDonald's experience in, yeah, in very long time. many, many years. Yeah. So not only are you reviewing the Travis Scott meal, you're just you're reviewing as a whole. McDonald's, McDonald's as a whole. This is this is a good first step. And you forgot how good these fries were, probably. Yeah, I, seriously. Yeah. 
All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for uh, the podcast. No, I'm kidding. All right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, no, that's uh, that's it for our McDonald's section. I'm gonna I'm gonna let us take a quick break here from a sponsor, and in the meantime, we can uh, we can finish up these tasty burger halves that we have here in front of us. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Bespoke Post. If your mailbox is anything like mine, ninety percent of the time, it is a pretty depressing place, especially in a year like 2020. It's nothing but political flyers. Oh my God, there's so many of them. Utility bills, unholy amounts of coupons that I'm never going to use. But, but, you know, to the Club Cool podcast, man, we love getting packages of good stuff in the mail. And once a month, there is, I mean, just a superb reason to be stoked to go out to that mailbox, to your front porch, down to your office where they keep all the packages. And that's because of Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month, and no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. Here's how you can get started. You go take a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help the team over there pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a very, very wide range of categories. It's free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel anytime, and each box costs only 45 bucks. but you are guaranteed that it will have over $70 worth of gear inside. We're on Bespoke Post right now. We're looking at some of these new packages that they have. I am immediately drawn to the over-easy package. How could uh, you not be? This looks like you're getting an entire cast iron skillet in this thing. I mean, the shipping alone on that is worth $45. And pancakes. Um now maybe it's not. I, I I shouldn't promise the the skillet. It might it might just be the uh, the flapjacks. Oh no, you get the cast iron skillet. Beautiful. Wow, wow, what a deal! You get the 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 special pancake mix, real Vermont maple syrup. Is there anything better than, than making yourself some some flapjacks on a Saturday or Sunday morning? Because I don't think so. <laughs> you can do it all with that over easy package. Uh, there's aged if you're into barware. If uh, you need a new whiskey decanter, layers gets you a nice button up and some cool socks. Weekender, you get a whole a whole ass bag for the weekend for your weekend trips. There's so much good stuff every month. There's at least like there's multiple boxes that I'm interested in getting. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and make sure that you enter the code CLUBCOOL at checkout. Once again, that's boxofawesome.com. Enter the code CLUBCOOL for 20% off of your first box. All right, Phil. Um, we are back. We have heard from our delightful sponsor today, Bespoke Post. Uh, our bellies are full from the delicious Travis Scott meal. Uh, shouts to McDonald's. We just gave them 20 minutes of free advertising. If if uh, if you didn't think that that the idea was, if we hadn't p- convinced you that, that this was actually maybe brilliant marketing. Um, so I just kind of wanted to do a little recap and a little add-on to the podcast that I did last week where... Um, I went solo. I went solo dolo. I was back in the closet. It was very <clears> unfortunate. <throat> My peas were popping. That you know, I I need an upgraded mic, something with a little bit more, a little more softness. I need uh, you know something with a little cushion, like the little pad on it, or, or something like that. Uh, so I do apologize for for the lack of of audio quality. I wasn't in the what I wasn't here in in the Wash Media Studios, the Lodge, to to get that grade A that grade A sound. But basically, the gist of what I was was putting down last week was how, you know, I've, I've always had a lot of questions peppered thrown my way, like that are pretty basic style questions, like guys that want to kind of elevate their look a little bit. They're graduating from, 
from whatever they wore in college or maybe shortly thereafter, and they're kind of they, they want to be a more stylish person. And uh, you know, so how how do you get started? Whether that's whether they're asking about pants or, or sneakers or t-shirts or whatever, and it just kind of dawned on me this year that like my answers to those questions in 2020 are suddenly very different than they were five years ago for sure. But even like two years ago, there seems to be there's there seems to have been like this this kind of shift in in some of the things that we're looking for and and some of the things that we kind of like. Uh, per- perceive and think of as as the most stylish looks these days. Uh, so I broke down some of some of that. Talked about some of the brands that I pay attention to the most right now. Gave like a starter rotation of of what I thought was like a perfect kind of starter layout of pants to have. Um, and now I just wanted to to kind of talk about another piece of that. I'm going through. I've been going through my closet even as as recently as this morning. Just kind of like pulling out tees that I haven't worn, putting stuff on. And just like everything, kind of the big notion here is that silhouettes are just loosening up and I no longer feel comfortable in t-shirts that I did three years ago. Mm-hmm. So if anything is like too constricting through the chest or like shows off my arms too much or has sleeves like a little too short, I'm, I'm suddenly, I feel, I feel like I have a baby tee on or something. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have that issue, but I'm, I'm just riding with it because I have a lot of vintage tees. And most of it's either with a vintage tee the the sleeve comes down to like right here, yep, or it's way up, yeah, like the, this. The, yeah. And I mean, so one of the things I have on here to, to even talk about is like how if you're kind of looking for that that starter rotation of t-shirts, I feel like the vintage kind of graphic tee look still very much part of the part of this wave, mm-hmm. but it's like you should always take your take the size up now. And I don't, you know, I, I've seen you in all your vintage t-shirts. I don't think any of them look too small. Right. And I, I some of those are larges. Exactly. It's like it's really, really you, weird. You never know. I saw this guy at the gym the other day, and he had on this old ass Ken Griffey Jr. Cincinnati Reds tee. Nice. It was like one of those ones with like a big kind of yeah. like funky, you know, like picture like a NASCAR looking shirt. kind of yeah, but with Griffey and like, and I thought it was uh, it just looked. He had unfortunately kind of ruined it because he had the full. Like cut off, like down all the way, almost yeah. to the hem. Um, but it was a cool T-shirt, and so like I was like looking at Grailed and eBay for for old Griffey tees, and I want a Mariners one. Yeah, don't fuck with the Reds. I'm I'm, I'm a Mariners boy. Okay. And uh, yeah, man, you need like a large to get the right yeah kind of boxy fit. It's almost like they could just all be larges, and they would fit most people. It's insane that that oversized tee that I got from All Saints like a few years ago, and it was an extra small. And you see, you've seen how big that thing is. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's just kind of been interesting uh, to to kind of it, it's always something that amazes me. It, it like over the 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 decade plus that I, that I've now been interested in this type of stuff to think about like what you know what we call it when we're designing product and when we're thinking about making fit changes to product we call it fit migration, and it's basically like the 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 act of kind of slowly changing the fit of something over the course of a few seasons so that there's not like this big reaction of like oh my god why does this thing fit so much slimmer yeah but you know taking a quarter inch out of a out of a out of a width or or out of a length or out of the shoulder measurement Mm -hmm. season by season and suddenly you're just like training an audience you're training customers to like expect something different and so it's always weird to me when i like pull something out of the closet and i'm like this was one of my favorite things when and I when I bought this, and now it's just like what 
What am I doing? I can see three T's right now that that fit that that are they're they're gone. Consider them gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you know that that's all part of it is that like you you can be so in love with something, and if you're if if you're if you're evolving with with the trends and with the designs and with everything else and like with, even with just what's offered to you at any given moment, like your tastes will eventually just change like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's, it's part of what makes it fun is that, you know, it'd be boring if we were just always interested in the exact same looks and fits and cuts year to year to year. Um, but, but it's always kind of like this year, especially just feels like one where I'm like, man, the stuff that I really like and gravitate towards is wildly different than what, than, than it was even two to three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just wanted to, since, since I commented on pants last week and, and did some specifics there, you can go back and listen to that episode. It's only like 35 minutes long. If you want to hear about pants, um, today I'll just like tell you, I'll, I'll throw out a few options for, for, for my tea picks. Um, and that is, uh, today I have on like entire world. Yeah, they're good. Um, which is a, the Scott Sternberg, I believe is his name. He, he did band of outsiders in the, uh, hashtag menswear era. Uh, this is just, this is like their basic cut. They do mm-hmm. a boxy tee as well, which I had tried, didn't love as far as boxy tees go. It's got that nice thick collar. The on collar, it. but the collar is not, it's not strangling. Yeah, me. that's good. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I, I've commented before on the discord and I believe maybe even on, on Instagram that I'm really, really into standard issues mm-hmm. tees right now. And uh, both, Pretty much everything I'm naming today is also like a really, really good price. Yeah, it's not fifteen, nineteen dollars. Like, uh, it's not quite as good as like the J Crew Slub Pockets that mm-hmm. that we like. But they're, but you know, they're, I'm not talking ninety dollar John Elliott tees either. Yeah. Um, but so this entire world tee, the standard issue tees. Um, if you do like that kind of heavyweight, heavy cotton, that that thicker, almost vintagey feel. There's the heavyweight relaxed tee from Everlane. And then um, you and I each have a couple new tees here, and along with some other stuff from a brand called Uniform. Mm-hmm. And the the creator, designer, owner of Uniform is actually going to be joining us on this podcast next week. How about that? His name is Pat Allen. We have uh, a, a bunch of of his upcoming stuff here to kind of to kind of mess around with and check out. It is all very very good. We were we we're messing around with it a little bit mm-hmm. just before the podcast started. And, um, I, am actually, I'm, I, I tried on this tea that he, that he sent me today. It's, it's new. It's called the artist tea mm-hmm. and it's kind of his entry into the slightly like oversized boxier cut. And I, and now I'm just upset that I haven't been like all over these t-shirts earlier. Yeah. And I don't know why I doubted it. I, I'm always worried. That, I'm always worried about the length. Me too. You, you know, because it's pretty, it's, it's a given that if you get a small, it's going to fit you up top, like around the chest. It might be a little tight. But the length is always, for me, if I get a medium, because, for instance, one of the standard, like, blanks that you're um, aware of, that, that what, what, what was it that we used to use? Um, who was it? Next level. Next level. Those were always so long, and I needed, I, truthfully, I needed a medium. Yes. But the medium was incredibly long. Yeah. And I'm not getting a $20 shirt hemmed. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I would just go with a small and it would be too tight. Be too, yeah. 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 That's, you know, that's, that's an, and yeah, it's a, it's a very prevalent issue, even with a brand like, um, two that come to mind, Noah, 
that we talk about, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm a Leon Dor. Like I pretty much have to ignore their T-shirts because the size spec is so. I mean, I guess I'm just in a weird size range, but like, if I get a small from from those brands, Noah especially, the chest is too tight. Really, but if I go up to a medium, now it's like a th- th- that shirt is like thirty inches long. Yeah, and I'm five eight. That thing's hanging down like past my crotch. That's not that's, that's not no what good. I want. And that's like you're so saying, good. like I'm not gonna go get this t-shirt hemmed. hemmed? No, uh, you know. So it's I've I'm, gotten some vintage tees hemmed because you're not gonna find them again, and I really love them. If you if if I end up with something, and I'm I'm picturing a t-shirt that I know is just like it it. it it's almost like it had to have been an accident so long. But I love <laughs> I love the graphic. I love the fit of the tee. I love the feel of the tee. Like, I'm going to go get this thing hemmed. Yeah. So if you end up with something that you love or like that, if you find the perfect graphic tee or the vintage tee that fits everywhere else, yeah, it's an option. The, the, dis- the disappointing part about having T-shirts hemmed is that it's so much more expensive than you think it will be. Yeah. Like, right. I, I think last time I had a T-shirt hemmed, it was $22. Yeah. And it doesn't seem – like, I – I get it and I don't get it. It doesn't mm-hmm. because a pants hem is not that expensive. You know, just a straight pants hem, but that's so much easier. You're dealing with thicker fabrics that don't move around as mm-hmm. much. You have a much narrower piece to cut. You just, you know, you're yeah. cutting like a, you know, max 8-inch section of a pant, right? Yeah. With a t-shirt, you, you got the bottom of a t-shirt, it's like 20 inches in width. I've never so gotten it's just out a lot of, more it's just a lot more to deal with for the tailor, for the seamstress. I've never gotten out of there seam, for less for the, than 30 bucks. Or yeah, anything they've done. Yeah. Standard issue has some cool masks too. Yeah, they do. I think everybody's probably got a, a version of a mask at this point. Yes. Yeah. These are cool though. Tie dye. Yeah. I've got this. So this one right here. This is this is. Uh, I tried the John Elliott masks. Yeah. I dig them, but they, it pulls my ears out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And I don't know what to do about that. Uh, you're gonna have to live with that, bro. Did, have you found ones that, the, like the ones from Profound? Do they do that at all to you? Uh, no, it doesn't, because it's it's stretchy. The the loops are stretchy, like very stretchy, very stretchy, and maybe thinner. Uh huh. Let me see that. Don't want to give you my uh COVID my COVID germs there. I don't know. This is pretty stretchy too, but Profound to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's doing a that. Bit more comfortable. Yeah. Um, these things right here. Although that an N95, the the K N95, wow, very comfortable, made me break out almost instantaneously Ooh, okay. because it seals you off, totally, uh, total yeah, seal. yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. I still for for comfort, it's still like the surgical masks are still doing it best for me. Yeah, they're yeah, a re- they, that's the reason they've been around for so long. But they don't look they don't look cool. Nah, you know, you can't get a kid off with a surgical mask, <laughs> <laughs> and these things are going to be part of our daily lives for like the next year. So. Yeah, so they, I I, I got to find a solution here, um, but back to to uniform. Yeah, they, I, so I was worried about the length because I would look at the size charts and and be worried that they were too long. But now I've got my standard alpha size here in this new long sleeve artisty, and it fits me perfectly. And um, I know new colors are coming out tomorrow of the short sleeve and long sleeve artisties. So definitely go check that out. We're going to get to talk to Pat next week about some of the stuff that is that is forthcoming. It's a conversation that I'm really really looking forward to having. And uh, yeah, man, if, if if you're not familiar with Uniform, definitely go check them out. Phil, you have the uh, you have the Vintage Crew, yes, which I know they are short on sizes and colors right now, but mm-hmm. I think that there 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 are restocks coming soon. Feels and, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked to put. it Yeah, on. it's all it's he it's Supima cotton, and that's another thing. Like I, I always I think of Supima as like uh, very kind of thin and silky, mm-hmm. but this is this it's really soft, yeah, but substantial is really what it's doing. Yeah. So it's. 
it's gold, man. I'm, I'm stoked to, to get some more stuff from them and, and talk to Pat next week. Um, so yeah, uh, websites uh, clean too. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No BS, not too much, not overwhelming. Everything's priced correctly. Yeah, and right, right now what you're going to see from them is is tees and a, and a hoodie or two. Yeah. But but he is Pat is working on like fully you know fleshing out the line as well. So there mm-hmm. it, it's going to be he's going to be in in all corners of your wardrobe pretty soon. And um, <laughs> and we'll I'm, make sure of it. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so so one last thing that this all kind of had me thinking about uh, just talking about the the new silhouettes and and new t fits and pant pants fits that that i'm more interested now i'm a guy that really likes a lot of different styles you know a lot of different looks a lot of different brands like i don't i i have a really hard time like being like okay this is my look now i want to be like i want to do this like streetwear prep thing so i'm only going to shop i'm a and noah yeah that's i can't do it mm-hmm. i just i want to shop them but then i also want to do the japanese americana thing and i want to shop capital and i want to mm-hmm. shop double RL for a little Western stuff. And like, I need like my Southwest two eight and Howard brothers from like my fly fishing, you know, I'm just, I'm too all over the place. (laughs) So I, I was just thinking, so right now, if I went and I grabbed my favorite t-shirt, like the thing I'm most in love with now, my favorite t-shirt, my favorite shirt, my favorite jacket, my favorite pants, my favorite shoes, like all that type of stuff, you know, I threw it on the bed. Would I be able to make any type of cohesive outfit with it? Yeah. Right. And I, I think be, I bet you could. I think because of some of these through lines right now, I think that even though my favorites might come from like different arenas, I think it kind of would all go together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partially due to, to to some of the similarities that each of these little kind of worlds share. It's also partly due to the fact that like the 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 more relaxed silhouettes kind of lend themselves to to being in these more eclectic kind of like boho looking kind of uh kits mm-hmm. and then i also think it's due to the fact that like because menswear and streetwear are so scattered and so mixed that like the mishmash look is just almost kind of like that's that's kind of what you see on instagram the most right yeah and to that same to that same end it's what you have to be most careful about because certain looks become so prevalent on the gram that it's like Suddenly, that's that's what you're thinking of every time you're putting something together. You're like, oh well, this is this is what looks good. So it's like suddenly you have on like the the bright colored dunks with a baggy pant and like a boxy tee and like a Carhartt jacket and like a you know and like a some type of like trucker hat. And it's like that's every streetwear dude on Instagram right now. <laughs> you know, we graduated from that. That's almost like dare I say it, but that's almost like those skinny sweatpants and Yeezy 350 boosts with an off white tee. Uh-huh. now right right like and so you kind of have to be careful it's like just because that look is maybe more stylish and less hype beast right now that doesn't mean it's any less ubiquitous or you know kind of carbon copy of just mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing so um i think that if you look in the mirror and think man you know i kind of look stupid <laughs> then don't do it there's stuff that i've put on I'm that's like, good advice that's dude good advice. i don't feel comfortable in this and i'll take it off but maybe it's just because it doesn't go with what else I have like on up top or yeah. vice versa. But if you feel comfortable in it, just wear it. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you think you look good, then do it. Um, let's see. What else do we have for today, Phil? Uh, you were, you were absent last week. Yeah. And that's because, deals, that's because you got yourself into, uh, to a, to a bidding war, right? Uh, a bit of you, one. Not yourself, but some clients. Yeah. Yeah. Of yours. We avoided that by submitting a nice offer. 
Um, so you're out there making deals, slinging houses now? Yeah. Back at it? Back at it. Back at it again? Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's For exci- all your real estate needs, give me a phone call. That's exciting. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Now, doing doing real estate full-time, sole income, um, it's much harder than people realize, which that's not what I'm doing. But if I had made that decision to do that, you, it, it's much more difficult to make a, a decent living it, doing that. It's all – it always – you you get to like a hot market like Austin and it yeah. sounds very very good. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this would be so easy. Right. I get a few houses. I take my three percent or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Like, I got to sell three four houses a year. That's it. I'm set. Incorrect. But it's such a saturated market. Not only that, uh, like the, there's the, so many real estate. That three percent gets cut about six to seven times before it actually enters your pocket. Really? Yeah. Unless you're working for yourself, and then if you're your own broker, there's more fees and insurance that you have to carry. So it's all— Not to mention, at that point, you're self-employed, so you're paying all the self-employment taxes. That's what I mean. It's all irrelevant. <laughs> now, and that's not to say it's not a great career, but um, I think that people just see like these shows on like yeah. Netflix yeah. or whatever, and like it just seems like at any moment, I'm going to go buy that Tesla. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and cruise around like all these other douchebags. It's also, I think, a lot of— I think a lot of those like kind of jobs that that look like they're glamorous like that. Um, uh, even act being an actor is one. Yeah. Like it's a grind, man. Of course. Like you are working long days, mm-hmm. weekends. It can be super boring. For months on, there end, can be too. there. There's no there's 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 little security in it mm-hmm. because it's all it's up to you. It's just like you know, for actors, they got a book. For real estate agents, you got to sell. You got to have good listings. You got to find the right people to buy. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. So it's yeah. It's, and one um, thing that that is really um, kind of d- just getting into this and seeing how the full time agents, not you know, very few would fall into this category. But a lot of them, you know, if you're trying to feed your family and to have a living and do all this, you have to make these sales, right? And so that can force realtors to be pushy and like selling someone on a house that might not be a fit for them. And that just gives me the creeps. And that's why I really enjoy having this as a supplemental form of income. Yeah. That way you can devote full attention to the client. This is a real estate podcast from now on. <laughs> uh, without having to, not that I, I that you couldn't, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that those clients aren't in the house that they should be in, but hell, I made a sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. That right. Just, right that right. doesn't work for me. Yes. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, all about trust in that game too. That's that, right. That's all scary. But here at um, Battaglia Real Estate, trust is paramount. <laughs> that's that's your tagline, right? You have that on your card. <laughs> no, but I will. Are you going to be on any bus stops soon? Are you going to get a graphic on a on a, <laughs> on a on a on a bus bench? I'm going to go one step further and get a billboard on 35. Ooh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um. Look, here's 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 our vintage tea guy right here. Um, you, I think you're gonna like this. Uh, you'll like. I just feel like you'll like this fit. Who is that? That is Jacob Alordi. He's this 24 year, 22 year old Australian dude. He's on uh, Euphoria. So he got a little frat tuck going. And he's on the kissing, and he's on the the movies, the Kissing Booth on Netflix. There's like two of them. Uh-huh. And he was dating Zendaya. Oh, okay. Also from Euphoria, and then they broke up, and like two days later, he was dating Kaya Gerber, Cindy Who's Crawford, it? Cindy Crawford's daughter, model. She just turned, tough out there. She for just this turned dude. 19. <laughs> How old is he? I think twenty two. But this guy had like this is probably like a triple XL vintage G. Now he's like six four. 
Yeah. Oh, is he? But That's he's great. got he, you know the short shorts, which are all the rage right now with yeah. these with these guys, and he's geesing. You know, great. he's geesing. Love it. I love so, the whole fit. I do too. I, it's it's great fit. Beautiful. I, people were mad at this on uh, the the GQ's. Uh, what were in, they mad about? Instagram comments. I don't know. They just didn't agree that this was a big fit. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were they were they were mad about this guy dating Kaya Gerber, and Uh then I also saw some some uh, Golden Goose slander. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We can't have that. Um, His mask looks like it's fitting him nicely. I got I got to zoom in there and and figure out the brand on on those. Golden Goose has really been really been uh, bastardized as of late. I think over the past year and a half. Uh, How so? Well, first of all, there's too many celebs wearing wearing them. No, too many moms wearing them. Mm. And now there's a knockoff brand that yes, is just dedicated to knocking off yeah. geese. And they're not you're talking about the brand that's still like two hundred dollars a pop, right? I don't know how much they are. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't I know what you're talking about. It's like some initials. Yes, yes. Like C H L four. Why would you do that? Why would you wear those? Because you don't want to spend five hundred on the geese. Don't even don't, just can, don't even try it. You then. can save three hundred dollars and get the look. No. You're not getting the look. That's it's you're the, getting a knockoff. It's the same with 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 brands like uh, like. Do you get targeted on Instagram by like M N M L? No. Minimal. Uh. Uh-uh. They're just like dedicated to ripping off everything that Rude and Fear of God does. Really? Yeah. Like carbon copies of this shit, but it's sixty dollars pants. You know. The, but it's is it? Oh, it's so it's the same designs and everything like graphics. No, I mean not no not like that not that straight up theft. Uh-huh. But like Rude will do like a cargo short where the cargo pockets are like hanging off oh yeah you know like the the pocket like extends below the hem and it's got like long yellow drawstrings yeah and then minimal will have like a cargo short where the pockets hang off the hem and it's got long yellow drawstrings that type of stuff well what i understand is how this brand that's knocking off the geese gets away with it because they will do to the the t the colorway everything the positioning of the star the to the pattern underneath the only difference on most of them is the the tongue tag that has their brand name, and the heel cap or whatever doesn't say anything, you know, like Golden Goose. But whatever. P four four eight. Get off my soapbox. That's it. P four four eight is the okay. Is the brand I think. Well, let's not give them any let's press. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just explaining. Like I I, I you know I. It is what it is. I, I understand why there's there's a market for it. Yeah. But um, all right, here's Bieber. Here's Bieber. Now we're just going down GQ. I, all right, you know, fuck it. Yeah. It's this is. Do, I, do they think that's a big fit? Yeah. This is their big fits. This oh, is their okay. ten biggest fits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guava Union fours. Have you seen the pop star video? Uh. Uh-uh. The Drake. You know the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's Bieber. Uh huh. How did I miss this? This came out like two weeks ago. I just saw it like three days ago. Yeah. This is right up my alley. It's good. I love awesome pop culture stuff like that, where like celebrities interact with celebrities. Two of your faves, too. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. He says, "You think Scooter Braun is his manager? Boom! There's Scooter Braun right in the video. (laughs) I can't get enough." Um, he's man. He's he's steady with that beanie. Has he been wearing this beanie a Bieber lot? beanie. I don't know. I it's, cla- like it's classic, classic. I don't know if there's a more Los Angeles style move that you can do. Than the beanie? Than the beanie in like 80 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since, like as far back as like Ashton Kutcher doing the, the, fu- the fu- you know, where it was like all the way back. I was into head. that big time. I, I was into it too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I won't front. Don't front. <laughs> 
keep going. Let's see what else is on here. Uh, this is okay, though. I, I'm, yeah. I'm into this. Uh-huh. The unions look good here. Uh, and, you know, I kind of thought that was a, a crappy shoe. But, you know, it's all that, right. That shirt is dope. And that's his brand, isn't it? it honor the yeah. honor the gift? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Because mm-hmm. somebody posted that on the Grom. Okay. This is Russ. Yeah. yeah. Russ in a cutoff. You going to yeah. wear it tucked into some black jeans like this? Fuck it. Maybe. Yeah. Those those are those Fear God Fear Converse. Fear God Converse. Yeah. yeah. David Beckham. Okay. Um, Jeezy. There right, he here's is. Your boy. Here's your boy. It's Justin Thoreau. Shakira. In a Shakira <laughs> graphic right, tee. Now, let's talk about, talk about hymns. You can't tell me this dude isn't hemming every single tee. So, he is on record. He's on record. Uh-huh. He and Jennifer Aniston. But Justin Thoreau is on record. He he gets all of his t-shirts tailored. Yeah. And I, I'm think I hit all of his t-shirts fit him so perfectly uh-huh. and so the same that I think he's hemming the entire I, I think he's tailoring the entire the whole thing. Deal. Yeah. I think he has a, a t-shirt guy. Good. He literally like does these things to his specs. That's see because if this like this fits him so snugly and yet is not pulling anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. Like through the chin, yeah, down the torso. Yes, there. right, exactly. It's not There's, pulling like the, under here, right? Yeah, exactly. And I so, need a t-shirt guy, man. You need a t-shirt guy. Uh, but then, yeah, more than anything, he is absolutely having these things hemmed because they always fit him. They always hit right there above his belts. Those are those boots that he wore in that. He's got a great collection of belts. This guy, yeah, and he's got to show them off. Man, that's see, that's a big fit. That's right up your alley. It's right up my alley. Yeah, he's in the gloves too. Oh, <laughs> well, because he's about to get on his hog. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's got to be it, right? Or is, I don't know. Are those, those COVID look like gloves? the surgical gloves. To oh, just you. some COVID gloves. Okay. Luca, Leon. Leon Bridges. Not sure who this is. That is, uh, it's something. That is something. There you have it. There you have it. That's uh, GQ's ten biggest fits of the week. But mo- yeah, but uh, this Jacob Elordi fit was pretty, pretty on point for the uh, checking all the trend boxes. I thought. Yeah. Showing off the quad. Yeah. The white socks. The huge vintage tee. Man, I don't have those quads. No. No. You're not. You're not doing squats in, at Golds anymore. You know I'm not. I'm a lifetime boy now. By the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're not. You and Dave aren't. Don't get it uh, twisted. You and Dave aren't getting your squats on. No. <laughs> I'm not doing any power cleans. <laughs> Um, I heard they're opening next week. Gym's up to seventy five percent. It's got Ooh. me a little shook. Get ready. I'm preferring the fifty percent. You know, in lifetime, I can't. I haven't noticed. I've only been there for a few weeks now, but like, it's never really. I I went once at five. That yep. was very crowded. Yes. Yeah. I try not to go at the at the, yeah. the hot hours like that. Right. But I, I don't. I've never seen them like cut anybody off like up uh, right capacity. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right, that will wrap it up for us today. Uh, let's th- let's again, once again, thank you to Bespoke Post, our sponsor. Go to boxofawesome.com, take that quiz, use code CLUBCOOL for 20% off. Check us out on patreon.com slash clubcool. That is the easiest way. Even if you don't want to become a, a, a paying patron, if you just follow us on Patreon, that's where I send out the, uh, the Discord link. Discord's still hot, uh, still getting lots of tips, lots of good stuff. And... Um, Phil, we were getting dangerously close to 200 patrons on Patreon. Mm. We're very close. And if we do that, um, you know, I've all, what I have on there is the goal is that we'd bring back the hotline 
But but I, what I'm thinking is that we might just be we might just do an entire if we hit 200, we'll just do a separate podcast, all patron listener questions available exclusively exclusively through Patreon. We're almost there. Beautiful. If what you've always wanted more than anything in your entire life is an additional Club Cool episode, we can make it happen. That's what they've been. Wanting. We're gonna figure something out. So get us there. I think we need like seven more people. Patreon.com slash club cool and uh we'll have some good editorial content. You can jump in the Discord. Follow the podcast at Club Cool Pod. If you you know, obviously we've got good posts. That's where you can see on the stories right now me um uh annoying the hell out of a McDonald's worker by telling her that Cactus Jack sent me. Uh follow Phil at Peepatag on Instagram. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. And um yeah, we'll be back next week with Pat Allen from Uniform. Dude. See you then. Thanks, McDonald's. (laughs) Welcome to the club.